When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben Bolin, here with superstar auto editor Scott Benjamin. Scott, what's going on? Man, nothing new, Ben. Just uh, just hanging out, ready to talk about some uh, some car stuff today. I am glad that you are, because I am ready too, my friend. I have some problems. Oh, what kind of problems? Don't worry, they're all related to cars. <laughs> That's good. That's okay. Good. I don't think I'm a very good steward of my car. I don't think I take very good care mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the more I thought about it, I think most people don't take very good care of their cars. I think you're absolutely right. Yep. Yeah, there's uh, there's some maintenance that uh, is required from a, a car owner, and uh, most people, it seems like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's, I guess, what we're here to talk about today. Uh, routine maintenance of a car, you know, what what is it? What do people do? What should they do? I mean, surely, do you have any horror stories about routine maintenance? Oh, for sure. There's some horror stories, but um, I guess if you want to just kind of talk about some of the, the basic things that people do normally okay. do even even people that don't particularly take great care of their cars they they still i guess just good enough care to keep their car <laughs> on the road you know just just enough to keep it running the subsistence and, uh, level care. yeah that's right and or or just in time maintenance you know oh, that type I of like thing that. so um oil changes are probably the big one i remember oil changes yeah <laughs> i don't like to hear that <laughs> how long ago do you remember an oil change Oh, I, I have a little, I have a little uh, sticker on my windshield. Like most people, I don't do it myself. So. Has it sun faded to the point where you can't even read the numbers? I can read it. Oh, I can okay. read it. That... I know exactly how under <laughs> or over it is. Oh, that's good. And I'm not going to incriminate myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. Well, you know that they, uh, well, oil manufacturers recommend every three thousand miles. So you, know, you got to get back in every three thousand miles of three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that's not exactly what the manufacturers will tell you, though. If you look in your owner's manual, it's a little bit different. Okay. Um, typically, it's a little bit longer in between, but of course, you know the the oil companies want you to get in there and right, right. do it a little sooner than later. Well, isn't it also the more frequently that oil is changed over time, isn't that better? Oh yeah, it's always beneficial for your car to have new oil in it. Um, See, I didn't know if that was just something the guys at, at the oil change place were telling me. No, 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 that's true. That's that's very true. That's probably the 
top maintenance item for a vehicle is is, is getting your oil changed. It's, it's okay. important. And that's um, why everybody knows that one then. Oh, that's right. Yeah, everybody okay. hears about it. And that's where, you know, a lot of the uh, engine seizing stories come from, you know, that, you know, you're just stuck on the side of the road and the car's you know, it's lost all of its fluid underneath it. And, um, that's what that's what happens. That's what happens to people? It can, yeah. Oh, wow. It can. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a, I've had mechanical failure that's caused about the same thing. Yeah, but not not due to lack of oil or or um, you know my negligence. Yeah, you don't strike me as as somebody to neglect a car. No, but I've been stuck on the side of the road plenty of times. I think every somebody has at every at any point. Uh, probably, yeah, I would think so. It's pretty common. So. Why does it make it better to change the oil more often? Well, it keeps clean fluid in your engine, um, and that's important because you've got a lot of, you know, metal-on-metal contact in there. Of course, that's all there is, really. Mm -hmm. And uh, you want to keep, you know, of course, you know, the oil is lubricant that keeps everything moving, you know, smoothly. Right, okay. And uh, and to some extent cooling, but uh, but not so much. It's it's more just keeping things moving freely. So does the oil get, uh, the oil's more translucent when it goes into the vehicle. When it comes out, it's black, so. Well, it shouldn't be black, but huh? it should oh. be just <laughs> slight, slightly darker. Black, black would away. be, a little, yeah, he did a little, <laughs> just a little bit, yeah. But uh, black oil is not good. So, you know, if you've got black oil coming out of there, you need, you know, take a, I guess maybe you need to flush it out or something really? like that. And we can talk about that in a moment, too. I, I shouldn't have said flush. Oh wait, wait! I'm not going to give it away, but we'll okay. talk about it later. All right, okay. But, um, I'll, I'll hold on. Let me. Okay. I'm scooting to the edge of my seat here. <laughs> um, but first, <laughs> I, I first I really want to understand the the concept of oil getting dirty. It's mm -hmm. all metal on metal contact, and you say mainly the the job of oil is one of a lubricant rather that's, than a coolant. That's right. So what what exactly is what's crusting up in the engine what's, well, what's making this happen well it's uh it's little tiny bits of metal and it's also uh just wear on the oil itself i mean it, it's mm. it's being you know put through quite a bit in your engine i mean you know how many revolutions per minute your engine's going okay, at, yeah. at you know at different speeds and um it's it's unbelievable what they go through inside it really is okay. um so you know the, they're it's churning and it's you know uh, hopefully it's not foaming but it's churning <laughs> it's, it's churning and you know it, it uh it's it's being broken apart at the molecular level and then reforming and um it's uh. it's really really intense what happens inside your engine and um you know oil goes through a lot so um, three thousand miles doesn't sound all that uh, all that bad to have it changed every three thousand. Yeah, I guess that is very reasonable. Yeah, it seems like it to me. Yeah, I mean it does cool a little bit as well. I mean there there are oil cooling jets inside some engines that spray at the bottom of the pistons and keep those a little cooler. Uh -huh. uh, you know, rather than if there was no fluid contacting them. But oil does get awful hot. Well, what's a, what? What are some more of the basic the the basic things? Let's say I guess the typical things that people would think about. Uh, you said oil's not really a coolant uh, as much as it is a lubricant. Yeah, what's that's right. What's going on with the things that actually are coolants? Oh, um, well, you're talking about coolant. You're oh, okay, coolant? cool. Uh, okay, right. we'll talk on, about that. I mean, sure. Oh, that wasn't an intentional pun. No, so <laughs> I didn't. That's <laughs> all right. We got it. Um, all right. So coolant, we can talk about that. That's in, right. the, in the radiator, of course. And you've probably seen a little pool of green fluid underneath them. Uh, yeah. Maybe in a parking lot or something. Sure. That's bad. Oh. That was bad. I, um, one reason that's bad is uh, animals like to eat that stuff, too. I had heard that. That's yeah. true, then. Fatal for animals. They 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 like the smell or they like the taste or Both. something? Both. They, they like the, the smell, smell and the taste? Yeah, it's that's got just a, unfair. Well, it's got a sweet smell. Uh -huh. You probably smelled it. It's real sickening sweet smell. Real bad. Like a syrupy. Yeah. Kinda. Yep. Um, and uh, animals, of course, are attracted to that for whatever reason. It's green. They shouldn't drink it, but they do. And mm -hmm. uh, it's it's fatal. 
or it can be, you know, if they drink enough. So you got to be careful. Now there's some eco brands that, you know, claim to be safer, you know, but um, they're still bad. They're and here's good. some skepticism in there. Claim yeah, to be. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't test it on my own, you know. Oh, on my, yeah, on your own, on own pooch or something. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, but you still have to flush that out at some point. Yeah, you do. Uh, that's that's one thing that, you know, every year you should do that. Um, maybe even once every two years, you know, if you want to push it, I guess. <laughs> but uh, that's one thing that I don't think a lot of people do. Uh, they, they don't flush the coolant out or they don't it, even replacing it would be a good idea. You don't necessarily have to flush it. You can just replace it. Well, what is flushing? Well, flushing is when you, you know, you're you're not just taking out the old fluid, putting in a new, you know, plugging it back up and putting in new fluid. Flushing is when you have the system wide open and you're and you're running something continually through there to to get rid of all the sediments and rust and things that have built oh, okay. up inside the system. Um, now antifreeze has has rust inhibitors uh, that keep you know the interior components of uh, you know like your radiator and your water pump and things like that where okay. the, where it runs through. It keeps all those clean and it also is a lubricant. So uh, I don't know if you've ever felt um, antifreeze in, in between your fingers, maybe. Yes, yeah, it's it very feels, slick. Yeah, very it's slick. Very it's a very strange feeling. Yeah, yeah, it's like oil almost. It yeah. feels like that, um, smooth. That's that's lubricant that keeps your oil pump running smoothly, and you know it, it keeps all the passages free. So, but that that's every year. So I guess that still is routine. Okay, so we've got oil every three thousand miles or three months, and then we've got uh, coolant at least once a year. We can push it to two years. Mm, is it? Is there anything else? Well, sure. There's other kinds of fluids in your car, of course. Um, you know, if you've ever gone to a quick oil change place, they always check everything. You, know, you hear them uh, yeah. yell out kind of a checklist of what they've done, you know, mm-hmm. what they've filled or what they've topped off. Um, you know, there's, I mean, there's brake fluid, there's power steering fluid, there's, uh, of course, trans fluid, but most of the times you can't check transmission fluid. Sometimes you can. Um, of course, there's coolant. They do that. They check the tires. But um, for the fluids, I mean, Really, if you're if you're using some of those fluids, that means that you've got a leak somewhere, or, or you know, there's a problem. You know, if you're if you're using power steering fluid, uh, that's not <laughs> a good idea. I mean, that's really not uh, not the best. Uh, that means there's probably a leak somewhere. Or, you know, you've already lost all your fluid. Um, if you're using brake fluid, that's also not good. It should just stay right at about the level that it is all okay. the time. Uh, that means you've got a leak somewhere. That sounds like a, a very bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it is, and, and you can usually detect that. You know, you'll see a small little, po- you know, pool of fluid somewhere around your vehicle when you park. Uh-huh. Uh, try to be aware of that. You know, that's important. Will you notice these things? Is there is there something that would be a dead giveaway that you have a fluid problem? Oh, sure. The power steering, you might hear it. Uh, you might hear it squealing, or you know, it might be more difficult to turn turn okay. the wheel. And uh, you know, like in a slow driving situation, like maybe if you're parking. Or oh, something okay. like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, brakes. You may feel a difference in the pedal if it's uh, a little softer. Um, you know, the, that's it's could a little, be a lack it goes of down a little bit easier. Yeah, that could okay. be. Just just watch your fluid. That's important. Okay. And uh, like I said, watch for watch around your car after you park, and you know, d- try to determine if you're losing fluids because that's not good either. Or oh, wow. You or your car. That's quite a few fluids, right? That's, yeah, that's uh, right. Coolant, oil, brake fluid, uh, trans. Oh, not trans fluid. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. But yeah. power steering fluid, definitely. Yeah. This is kind of maybe a stupid question. Windshield wiper fluid, does that count at mm, all? Sure. Why not? That's another fluid-free car. But I wouldn't really call it maintenance item. Uh, you, just, <laughs> you, know, you just know when it's out, and there's, there's nothing critical that will happen if you run out of washer fluid. Yeah, I just, you know what, sometimes, <laughs> honestly, when I'm bored in traffic, I just like the button. You know, <laughs> it right. does stuff, and the wipers come on. So you like to just fully unload that canister of fluid under your, under your windshield sometimes. Uh, you know, you've nailed me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, 
I tell myself I'm prudent, but like any other addiction, I'm not sure if I can quit. You know what else is fun? What's that? Redirecting that little jet that sprays the fluid. Yeah, can you do you that? Spray the car next to you. Do you know how to do yeah, that? Yeah, that's, oh, that's, that's very easy to doing. do. Very I know what easy. we're doing after this is over. Simple to do, and I've had it done to me as well. It's not, <laughs> it's, it's not, not unusual. Okay, so so I've I've actually not been too far off then, and maybe maybe I've been irresponsible in my use of windshield wiper fluid, but I haven't been that bad mm-hmm. in refilling it. Well, let me ask you this: what about what about other maintenance items? You ever uh, you ever take a look at your headlights and make sure all of them are working, or your tail lights and make sure they're all working? His turn uh, signals. Oh well, uh, all the stuff in the front is definitely working. How do you know that? Because I drive at night and oh. I use my turn signal, so I know that all that stuff is going on. Mm-hmm. As far as the taillights, no, I think I, I haven't really checked them. It mm-hmm. always it always seems like that's one of the things like having a kick me sign on your back. Mm-hmm. Most people, well, I say most people because I don't do mm-hmm. it, but I I wouldn't know unless somebody told me. Yeah, well, that's that's the way it is with a lot of people. You know, somebody has to tell you that a brake light's out or a, mm-hmm. you know just a tail light is out. Um, you know what I do? What's that? I, if if I have the opportunity and I'm somewhere, you know, that there's a uh, kind of in a downtown city environment here. If there's uh-huh. an opportunity where I'm ever parking in front of a of a um, a building. It has glass on the front of the building. Oh. Oftentimes, I'll I'll even you know in my same spot. If I pull in and I notice, hey, I'm looking at something a reflective surface. Yeah, maybe I'll turn the car around and park right back in that same spot. And then I check my uh, turn that's indicators. That's smart. And just make sure make sure that they're working. Brake lights. Yeah. Tail lights. That's yeah, I guess smart. That little you know the little lights over your uh, over your license plate. Oh yeah, those <laughs> lights. Yes. Because <laughs> you burn will out get pulled over. Or half of them burn out. That's annoying too. Yeah. I should probably check mine as well. Well, what about like windshield wipers, things like that? I mean, there's there's you know items that just kind of get worn over time too that you need to take care of. Mm-hmm. Uh, windshield wipers, you know, if they're not working correctly, that's easy to you know to spot. Right. Um, so that type of thing is considered routine maintenance as well. Okay. Um, okay. Can I can I take a second to ask you? There is a thing, and we're not going to name the specific component that I've seen on windshields, especially after I get some maintenance work done, mm-hmm. where they tell me you don't have to use your wipers anymore. Mm. We've put this stuff on your windshield, and now the rain will just beat off of it. That stuff really works. I'm. You know what? We're going to have to disagree. I. I it annoys <laughs> me to no end. I just I can't I can't deal with it. And sometimes in the sun, mm-hmm. this stuff turns turns to a, a different shade. Almost a. Is it gummy? It's kind of gummy. Is it? Actually, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I I know what you're talking about, and uh, I've used said product before, <laughs> um, and I found that it worked best at highway speeds, and it also worked best after the sun was down. Uh, now that sounds strange, uh-huh. but um, yeah, I found that you know the way it. It beaded the water on my windshield. It was kind of. Uh, it, it was almost like it made it too many small beads of of, of water. Oh, okay. During daylight hours, but yeah. at night, at night, I could drive without my uh, my wipers on. Um, just occasionally clearing them, and you know, you do notice a difference when you clear it with your windshield wipers. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it it really does work at highway speeds. Okay, so we've got we've got the fluids, we've got the the peripherals. I guess would be a fair word to call it, like the windshield wipers. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What's next on the list? Well, um, I guess there's other things that you can just kind of monitor daily. Like, uh, well, I wouldn't say daily, maybe weekly. Okay. Uh, just take a good look at your tires when you walk out to your car. Make sure that they're not, you know, I guess bulging out on the sides, which would <laughs> indicate, you know, that they're they're a little low um, or 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 overinflated. Uh, that would be a bad problem to have as well. Um, really? You can kind of you can kind of tell if your car is, you know, slanting to one side oh, yeah. as you're driving. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I see people with tires that are 
75% of the way deflated, and they're uh-huh. still driving on the highway, and it just causes heat and all kinds of problems that, you know, the, the tire will, you know, give out at some point. So oh, okay. uh, tire maintenance is very important, so you gotta got to keep an eye on those two. Tire maintenance, well, at least once a week is worth the time to check that. Oh, or just look at it. I mean, even, yeah. if it, even if it doesn't look right to you, just to, just give it a you know, quick once over, I guess. Right. Um, one other thing that we haven't talked about and I think is important, uh, filters. Filters. Yeah, filters. Filters on, uh, well, on your engine, in your car. Uh, there's there's all kinds of filters. When you get an oil change, you get an oil filter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- you know that's one that if you know if you do it, of course you need to remember to do that. If, uh, <laughs> if somebody else does it, I hope they remember to do it. Yeah. Um, there's an air filter. Sometimes they ask you if you get your oil change in quick change place. They'll ask you about that. Actually, oh, yeah. actually, almost every time they ask you. Now uh, is that is that filtering air going into the engine or filtering air going into the interior of the car. Oh, you had it right the first time. It's uh, the air going into the engine. Oh, okay. So that's right. that's what I'm talking about. That's the yeah. air filter. That's what they call the air filter. Um, that's that's strictly the air going into the engine, the, the air that the uh, the car uses for combustion. The other filter that, uh, that you may not think about is the cabin air filter. Uh, the cabin air filter is the one that you know filters the air that comes into the car. That that's the that's the air that you you and I breathe. You know when we're the driver and passenger in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an important one, and that's probably something you should change just about every year. That's that's probably a good idea to do that. Um, you'll find that you know when you figure out where your cabin air filter is, and they're usually kind of maybe behind your, uh, your glove box, or they could be up you know just at the base of the windshield or something like that. Um, you'll find that they're you know clogged with twigs and you know, branches uh, and, you know, little pieces of leaves and things like that, you know, and bugs. Um, so it's it's important to get that cleaned out. So is that, that sounds like something that a car owner can do him or herself? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's, a, it's a small filter, usually, you know, about the, I mean, just roughly the size of, uh, like, the, 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 uh, the width and length of a shoebox, maybe, okay. or even smaller. Um, and like I said, they're pretty easy to find. They're usually either at the base of the windshield or they're behind the glove box. Are most of these typical things we've been talking about, or most of these something that a car owner could do by themselves? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everything, actually everything could be done by a, a car owner. Um, you, uh, we're not talking about any kind of major mechanical you know that you, that you'd need to have uh, you know a full shop at your disposal to do no engineering um, degree. Required. No, no, we're we're okay. talking about just fluid maintenance and you know and making sure that everything stays operating correctly. You know, okay, keep it lubricated and keep it uh, keep it clean. The majority of these typical things, it sounds like the fluids and the filters and whatnot, we can do ourselves as car owners, uh, and those are the kind of things that sound like preventative maintenance more than something you'd have to do or contact a professional for is is there anything is there anything that most people won't notice until oh there are a lot of things that people won't notice until it's too late until um, it's too late. yeah that's and that's the problem is that once you get to the point where it's too late then then sometimes it is time to call in a professional and and then it gets dramatically more expensive um and of course your vehicle's gone for you know x number of days or oh, even yeah, weeks yeah. at that point and you know it's really bad to let maintenance go what are what could could you maybe give us a, a list real quick of what yeah some I could just give things? you just I, we just kind of run down a fast list of sure, some things sure. that uh people let or often let go too far um okay. brakes is a big one Okay. Um, you know, brakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you hear that grinding noise in your brakes, that's uh, it's a little too late, and uh, you have to take a minute and have them turned, or you know, the machine. Um, tires. That's something we talked about already. But mm-hmm. you know, if you let your tires go to the point where they're bald, or if they, let's say, you don't use your car very often, mm-hmm. and they could even dry rot. 
Okay. Uh, that means the rubber just kind of dries out and, you know, crumbles a little bit. Oh. Uh, yeah, that can be really bad. But that, that happens over years. Years. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's right. It takes a long time. Um, belts. Belts often happen. Uh, serpentine belts, you know, so you hear... Um, you know, maybe squealing noise from underneath the hood when you uh, try to accelerate away from the light. That's uh, that's a loose belt. You've heard um, you've heard my story about that yeah. one. Just, <laughs> just to let everyone know, Scott Scott is pretty familiar with my my hilarious belt story, but we won't get into it here. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's it is hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, so another thing that uh, that could go wrong would be um, timing belt. That's a big one. That's another type of belt, but uh, you know, this is one that you know the maintenance interval could be anywhere from sixty thousand to a hundred thousand. Kind of depends on your car. Uh-huh. Definitely look into when your timing belt needs to be replaced because if a timing belt breaks, really, really bad things can happen inside your engine. Um, flatten your valves, that type of thing. So um, it could be very expensive. It's 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 expensive to do it. Uh, I should say relatively expensive to have it replaced, but it's it's very expensive if you wait too long and, uh, and, and it does happen. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, let's see. That's uh, that may be just about it that I really want to yeah. talk about. Um, the, the the overall message here is though that you need to you do need to stay on top of maintenance, whether it's routine or things that you may not even consider. Just just think about you know the list we've given you and you know kind of look through your owner's manual and. You know, look at what uh, what they're telling you to do because it's really important to keep your car running and you know operating in the right way. Yeah, because I guess it's better the the logic being that it's better to spend fifty or two hundred dollars now mm-hmm. than the thousands of dollars it would cost for a new engine or a new car. Huh? That's right. Take care of it early. Scott, thank you so much for uh, coming in here today and setting me straight on a couple of these things. I know, <laughs> yeah, I know I've I've been guilty of some auto heresy here. But uh, I am penitent. I apologize. Uh, if it's okay with you, I'm going I'm to go change my oil. Well, Ben, I think that's a good idea. In the meantime, please stop by our auto channel on HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. (laughs) People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how three 20-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.